You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening where you join us on our pertinence are punctuated and alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah, looking forward to a sprightly conversation with a world-renowned scholar of Islam. He is a world-renowned broadcaster. He is a sheikh. He's a graduate of Medina University and he's a brilliant uh, humanitarian and he works for an international company inter- in- interpreting, uh, you know, for the Arab states and so forth. Sheikh Shoei Baida, Assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and uh, Jazakallah Khair for joining us on Pertinence uh, Punctuated. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my most dearest brother, Shafat Ahmed Khan, and all the listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah wal Jamaa. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful day. We had a wonderful day with uh, showers, and uh, Alhamdulillah, quite cool breeze coming in as compared to the past few days uh, that actually we, um, we were roasted. Actually, you know, that uh, reminded us of Jahannam. To say that was just a small portion where you wake up in the night, load shading, and there's no fan waking, aircon is not waking, and you're choking, you feel like you can't breathe. I mean, it's just a, a testing of what is going to happen. But Alhamdulillah, with the Rajab, the best time of the year for us Muslims, where our Nabi Sallallahu actually uh, was inculcating in us and making dua, Allah grant us barakah in the month of Rajab and uh, Shaban, so that we make it, inshallah, to the month of Ramadan. I say, alhamdulillah, uh, what a beauty, and uh, what a beautiful month we've started, Shaf. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shoei Maida, and I, I think a very opportune time for us uh, to bring in a topic like how materialism, uh, you know, affects your, your spirituality and uh, the, uh, you know, downfall of our materials, uh, materialism and how it uh, erodes away at our, at our spirituality. And, you know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, when you look at uh, materialism, it is uh, something that, uh, you know, shaitan makes uh, people get addicted to because we know people that were close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was, uh, wasn't a materialist. He lived a very frugal life, ate very frugally. Uh, you know, his house was like uh, tiny indeed, uh, only had uh, three clothes on and so forth. But Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a perfect example for us uh, to put a disclaimer to maybe materialism. How would you react to that, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida? No, Chef, uh, materialism is actually uh, uh, leads some people to uh, arrogance and uh, and uh, actually uh, getting greedy and not getting satisfied with Allah, what Allah has given them. So that's why Nabi Sallam, as you mentioned, you know, he had a few things with him and he made sure everything that came at, the, at, at his disposal, it is actually distributed to those that need it before he goes off to bed, you know, which is a good tradition. You know, you cannot keep food stuff in your house that is made for zakat, leave it for a month in a warehouse, yet people are starving and are going hungry and you've got the rats, uh, you know, uh, eating on that, the weavers actually enjoying that food that somebody could have used it. I mean, this is the other angle we should look into, you know, uh, look at this um, month of Raja. Look into your warehouses where you're keeping all this stuff for zakat, which is food or edible or those are perishables. Make sure that it's dispatched before some of that stuff goes off or goes, uh, goes rotten or even uh, at the expired date. Uh, expires while the city in the somebody has given with a good heart for somebody to use it. And now if we keep it as upset on us because we didn't manage it according to how it, it was supposed to be managed. So I think it's time we need to look into that. As I said, Chav, as you said, you know, let's not be materialistic. You know, let's look at what is good for us spiritually because then and there, 
we understand the culture and the lifestyle of Nabi Muhammad well said there, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And, you know, when you look at uh, materialism and, you know, uh, there are cases where it can lead to more anxiety, uh, you know, depression, alcohol and drug use, unim- uh, you know, your your, your emotions uh, become unpleasant, your emotions, as well as, uh, you know, less happiness, uh, uh, life uh, uh, satisfaction and vitality is compromised if you get, you know, because uh, this is a type of a maybe a disease that really gets you you know, focused away from your maker, but more into a dunya mode, which is, you know, it said the love of this world is a source of misery, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. No, no, definitely, Sheikh. You know, the, uh, the love for this world is something else. I mean, it's a source of misery, as you say, because every day you want and you need and you cannot get it. You have to find a means to work very hard and plan for it. And uh, you still keep on chasing this dunya until the dunya chases you and brings you down. So it tells you, you know, if we focus on materialistic things, definitely you won't be able to meet your maker happily and you won't be able to understand what is your purpose in this world because yours is to chase for whatsoever you can find in this dunya. But you must remember, Awanabi has given us the sunnah to say this world here should be uh, a jail place for you and me as a believer. Uh, a dunya, this becomes a decision for us of us so which means we don't have to actually flap our, wing, our wings too much yes we have to work so hard uh try and sustain ourselves and our families in a, uh, in the most halal way and uh at the end of the day we know whatever we get sustained from there we have a share that we'll give for love which is our taxes which is called zakat and that also keeps our communities rolling and going uh, in a good direction but if we want to hold all that back and put one side and thinking that if I take out some charity I'll get poor, then, you know, this dunya is going to swallow us in the way that we won't be able to come out of it. The day we come out of it, we come out empty-handed and leave everything behind. Yet we should have benefited from it, but we couldn't benefit from it because we were so miserly, we were so in love of holding things, uh, tied to something that does not belong to us at all, yeah, well said, Sheikh Maida. And, you know, we know that uh, when you look at uh, materialism and, uh, uh, you know, materialism cannot uh, provide an adequate explanation of life because it cannot provide an adequate es- explanation of mind and spirituality and of our maker, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, adequate explanations must imply that the phenomena they explain are not mere chance occurrences, but expected outcomes. And this only thing, the reality and the only thing that is for sure is wa'atiyullah wa'atiyul rasul, obeying Allah and obeying his messenger and following the dictates of the noble Quran and the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when you get into this materialism, it can never, ever, you know, um, uh, give an answer to spiritual problems or your not so spiritual uh, openings or awakenings, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida. Definitely, Shaf, if you mix oil with water, you won't be able to use that water. For drinking purposes, you have to use one of cooking or something else. So you have actually uh, bad your usage of water because you've mixed something else that is not supposed to be there. So the same. When it comes to spirituality, something that's very noble and very pure. So we have to do it according to how Allah Ta'ala has ordained for us to do things. Just as you said now, that is the motto and the motive for us Muslims to obey Allah Ta'ala and to obey his Rasul sallam. And then again, why are we doing that? There will be some uh, disputes where you get, uh, when two, three people, uh, they, this, there's always disputes with the family. So when we have these kind of things, when 
whenever there's this dispute between us, we go back to the Quran and the traditional Nabi Sassan to find solutions or whatsoever disputes or issues we are having among us as believers. And once we do that, Shaf, we are rightly guided in this dunya. And when we leave this dunya, we leave as good brothers. And when we meet there, we meet as good brothers. Unlike what we do today, we, you know, we don't like to talk about things. But what we like to do about it is just to uh, monger gossip all over. You know, I had an issue that we didn't resolve. I go tell everybody about how bad you are. And I mean, and people are good also listening to that. They don't want to listen to both sides of the story. They listen to one side and they make up their mind, which is not good for us Muslims. But if we obey Allah, and His Rasul tells us that if somebody comes with stories for you regarding the next person, make sure those stories are verified. Or ask the person, would you be able to speak how you speak in front of the person you are talking about this? Or would you be happy if I contact the person and said, this is what you said, would you be happy to do? If I can do that. You know, this is how we stop gossip, we stop uh, uh, people mongering gossip because I mean we're being straightforward and our dean wants us to be straightforward because we know life has got no guarantee so if you keep a gossip or you go gossip about it and then you don't know your life cast while keeping uh, that gossip then it becomes a problem Chad. Yes sir Sheikh you know in fact uh, people uh, that are affected uh, by materialism and you know they, uh, they, they succumb to many things and uh, one of the things uh, they succumb to is, uh, you know, they get depressed, uh, there's anxiety, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of other things that uh, take control over their lives. And they uh, also, they, uh, you know, they, they experience more or fewer, uh, more positive uh, emo emotions, and they are less satisfied with life and suffer, high, suffer very high levels of uh, depression and uh, substance abuse and anxiety and alcoholism and so forth. I mean, we alluded that to... Uh, earlier on and you know how beautiful it is that in the house of islam that we get our elementary education and uh, you know we focused with uh, our kitabs and then we graduate into the quran and what a powerful moment that becomes we thought about uh, we told about to keep away abstain from alcohol and abstain from drugs and keep away from uh, uh, you know haram food and so forth you know uh, the deen is islam it's only deen that will save mankind from the misery that they're going through because the whole world is imploding into this world or the cauldron of uh, hell. So the only way that we can save ourselves is uh, through the teachings of Islam and Islam alone, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Uh, definitely, Shab, you know, we've got everything that we need in the Quran, Shab. You know, unfortunately, we've lost out somewhere the concept of Wadin and the education the Dean has got for us. So what happened? Other people has capitalized from there. You know, they're teaching us engineering, uh, biology, physics, mathematics, geography, history, where we have to pay for the books. And yet the Quran has got all that information basically and in, and, and in detailed forms. You know, so we missed out the Quran because we're not reading it to understand. That's why we're missing out on this information. So tomorrow you go pay somebody to teach you maths, yet it's there in the Quran. You go pay somebody to teach you history, yet it's there in the Quran. Geography, yet it is there in the Quran. So we need actually to hold fast what Allah has given us. That's the book without doubt in it, but full uh, education and actually enlightenment to those that wants to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala smiling at him and Allah being pleased with him. So we go back to what Allah has given us, the Quran and follow it of the Sunnah, Shaf will never go wrong and uh, definitely we won't even be depressed because firstly we understand whatever happens, if it's good it comes from Allah, if it's bad 
it is sometimes a consequence of our actions. So if we know that and have that in mind, there's no need to be getting depressed and going drinking alcohol, taking drugs, because you know that Allah does what he feels like doing, and if we upset him, if we change our condition, Allah will give us a condition befitting to that. As he said, Inna Allah Allah will never at any time change our conditions until we ourselves change the conditions. So this is what is happening in today's life. You know, Sheikh Yoribayda, when uh, you get spiritual and your whole, uh, you know, spirituality and your whole persona uh, gets into the mode of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most, you want to please him over and over again. You want to make more ibadat, you want to make more tilawah of the noble Qur'an, you know, more nafil salah and so forth, and you want to feed the poor, you know, serve the poor and the needy. And you know, Allah says, Wallahu khayrul razikin, and I, Allah, am the best of providers. And there the barakah flows. But a materialistic person, you know, never happy. He want to see more and more and more and more zeros in the banking account. He wants to please his uh, bank manager. He wants to please his, uh, you know, his hedonistic wi- uh, lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I nearly say lifestyle, but uh, lifestyle and so forth. And, you know, he's always, uh, greed makes him be, uh, uh, makes a person a very, uh, miserable because, uh, you know, a million to a billion, from a, to a billion to trillions and trillions to zillions, uh, there will be uh, this unending, you know, um, uneasiness, you know, uh, and he will be always uh, focused, as we said, the focus will be on dunya, high dunya, when the angel of death comes to him, then he gets the biggest shock of his life, uh, Sheikh Sh- uh, Shoaib. Not definitely. You know, Sharp, uh, greed is actually a waste enemy of a human being. You know, because if you're greedy, even you're running your business affairs, really doesn't work. You look in today's business where this trust uh, comes first, where our team trusts with the merchandise and then in turn you pay back the money. And now if there's greed, Somebody gives you the merchant that you don't even pay back the money, you won't hold that money and circulate it somewhere else before you pay the one that you're owing. So that, as you said, Sharp, it becomes a shocker when your maker decides to take you now. You think you've got billions and the rest of that, but yet you are owing in more than what you have uh, uh, to offer. Indeed, we need to do things in moderation, and we need to do things that we know that I have the means to afford to do A, B, C, D, F, G, but don't do things that you know when you leave, you know you're counting, I'm not going to be the one that is going to be crucified, they're going to be the one that be taken to uh, courts because the money is not paid me, I'm gone already, there's no way I'm going to answer to that. You know, that's where we get foolish because we don't know our name, we don't know our own selves, because there's nothing, there's no debt that will go and pay in the house of Islam. Whatsoever you owe, you have to pay it back and best way to pay it is why you're still living child because you can't pay it and you know you've sorted uh, your debts and you know you actually resonated from everything that you're owing to people but the moment you close your eyes child, the payment is going to be terrible and severe because if there's nothing that you can take from your good actions definitely you have to take uh, from those people's bad uh, things or all the sins that they committed you have to pick up from there and put in your account and then that means there is no better place that you can be once you're collecting people's sins because your good, uh, your goodies are gone now, distributed to everybody that you own. So once you're collecting bad, it means Jahannam may allow to save us from there. It's going to be the end uh, place for a person, sir. Yes, sir, Sheikh Maida. And when you're looking at uh, materialism, it uh, definitely, you know, it's, uh, it depletes uh, your, 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 your happiness. It uh, depletes uh, your, you know, relationship with family members. It depletes your, you know, relationship with uh, your friends and so forth. And, you know, uh, a materialistic person won't even think about, uh, 
the environment is so in greed or in love with wealth and, uh, you know, the, the materialistic things. He cuts down trees, he blocks rivers, and he just keeps on building concrete jungles, uh, jungle, concrete jungles upon jungle, uh, you know, uh, uh, compromising the environment and so forth. And he's, uh, he's not empathetic, he doesn't have the sympathy, and uh, makes, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, feel like, you know what, you are not worth it. The materialism, or the he calls this his so-called modern advancement, is more dear to him than the lives of people. No matter how he tramples upon their lives, no matter what he does to them, destroying uh, communities, destroying nations, and so forth. But when it comes to his uh, greed, and he says there's a need for greed, and that's how he carries on. Uh, Shaykh Maida, uh, definitely, this is a trait of his bush shaitan. Not definitely, Shah. It is the threat of his bush shaitan because if you look at the person that's doing that, I mean, we've seen quite a lot of times, Shah, where you've seen uh, uh, people polluting the seas. You just go there, you find the fish are dead all over. And these are poisonous because uh, it's poisonous substances that have been left simply because we don't care. And I mean, if anybody comes in, we'll talk about it. Maybe uh, we find a way out, we can pay our way out. You know, which is not good. You cannot be paying your way out at expense of Allah's creations because other people will find that fish and uh, they've got nothing to eat at all. They'll eat it and get sick and maybe uh, die because of the poison that actually uh, the fish has consumed. So, I mean, this is the things we should be thinking about. I said, if we turn into the other angle of tarnishing and being like politicians, you know, we don't care about what happens as long as we are happy and we are happy and that's not good. You know, in life, you know, you must look at the well-being of others before you look at yourself. Look at if I do this, is it going to be good uh, for the next person environmentally? Am I going to be polluting the space where some people get sick out of what I'm doing now? Or how am I going to manage this? That's how uh, good Muslims should be. And remember, that's how even Islam spread in other areas of the world. Through the people that went and traded, and they had uh, actually their heads uh, screwed in the right direction. So which means they knew what they're doing in trading, and they'll tell you that, you know, when the apple is rotten, they'll put a rotten part that you must see. This is why this apple is selling cheaper, because it's rotten one place. So that's why I'm selling it cheaper. You can see it, obviously. But not turning it upside down, so the person buys it, expensive, go home, it's rotten, they start cursing you, and you feel that is life. Shab, we need to change a lot of things in this lifetime as Muslims, and most especially now is Rajat. We need actually to start turning down and actually aligning ourselves on the right path, which is obeying Allah and his Rasul, and that you're practicing upon what the team is telling us to do. And that we shall come Rajab, uh, come, come Shaban will be good, and come Ramadan, we are ready to go, Shah. Ah, beautiful indeed, uh, Sheikh Shah Maida. And there's also indications that, you know, uh, when you're accumulating uh, material possessions, much like accumulating money, you know, it doesn't approve life uh, satisfaction and can actually lead to deeper feelings of uh, anxiety, insecurity, and as we said, emptiness. And also, like money, no matter how much uh, stuff we have, Sheikh Shui Maida, someone else always has more than us, Sheikh. No, not definitely, Shav. Even in Ibadah, Shav, the moment you sit and think, me, I'm too good, there's somebody who's about you in doing things good that you never know, you've never seen, because they don't do it for the pleasure of some, or, or, or anybody seeing them doing it, but they do it for the pleasure of Allah. In the quiet, in the secret, they talk to Allah, and everything goes well on them, and they, everything they do, anything they touch, uh, turns into God. And you must remember, as you said, Shav, you know, if you give yourself towards Allah and do Ibadah accordingly, there is a good part that you get out of there. You know, you don't need to ask for anything that you want. 
you go on emotional asking people, please make dua for me, I want this. Every time you think of something that you want, you get a phone call, somebody come to your house, say, buy, I got this for you, and you sit back and you say, but this is what I wanted, I didn't ask him and I didn't speak to anybody. How did it come to me? It's simply because you have been good and Allah reads your mind and sees what you want and he just says it towards you, whether come through your house or come through a phone call or somebody you never met for ages, they come to say, I got ABC, I got these things for you, please come and pick it up or you can't, I'll bring it to you, give me the address. That's how it works. So we need uh, to rekindle that kind of uh, a contact with Allah so that if we need anything, we don't need to ask. Allah will just read our mind and give us what we want. As long as it abides uh, to what the Sharia wants us to be, right? As long as it doesn't infringe our rights of being Muslims, it doesn't infringe our rights as uh, human beings that need to do things accordingly. So once we do that, inshallah, things will come right for us, inshallah. Yes, I say, sure, by that. You know, also when you look at a materialistic person, you know, they uh, he's seeking comfort and security in money and possessions and always uh, chooses uh, them over his loved ones, his close ones, his dear ones. And, uh, you know, the materialistic person, they would rather spend money on things uh, that uh, than on experiences and then on mahabba and ibadat. And this is because they believe that objects will make them uh, happy and fulfill them, uh, uh, you know, in, in uh, the, the, the reality in this dunya. And the relationships that uh, matter most, that means the uh, family members and uh, mother, fathers, uh, your children, uh, you know, your sisters, your daughters and so forth, is uh, taken uh, uh, back seat. And then uh, the most important thing is the materialistic person forgets that it's uh, Allah that made him will switch him on and switch it off but he feels you know what i am king let me go and do my thing uh sheikh shway maida as you said you know materialistic uh, things can can destroy families you know like you look in today's life Shab, the parents everybody is waking we got kids at home what do we do when the kids uh, need your time to guide them you buy them gadgets you know phones or toys or games so you keep them busy on gaming instead of uh, spending time with them what are you teaching your children child those gadgets we give in the most especially in the phones they become so dangerous that there's a lot of sites that the small child can go there and see things and start learning things that are beyond the, uh, the age leave them with the tv to actually uh, control them Children will sit and watch things that you are you yourself will not be comfortable to be watching in front of your children. The children will be able to actually absorb and watch all that because there's no any type of control that is there to put things in place for children to know what is right and what is wrong because they do not need all these material uh, materialistic things. These gadgets should be uh, second and not primary thing for them. This should come later at a later stage when you yourself have actually invested time in these young people, talk to them, listen to the issues, the problems at school, what was the difficulties at school, who troubled them at school, is, is there anybody bullying them at school, what measures have been taken for them to do that, and yet we don't have time for that. And then you find our children are suffering in silence. And now because of that suffering in silence, they start consuming alcohol or sometimes they get uh, involved with people that will introduce them to drugs because now that is the only thing that will calm them down because the parent is never there to calm the children uh, snare down, is never there to listen to the children to help them, uh, that is uh, emotionally. Nobody is there to assist them or what they will need to know in life because only the gadgets are there sharp. So we need to come and, and tone down on these issues and try and make time for our children. We can't say there's no time. Time is, is have to be, it has to be made. 
If you can't make time, there's no time, but you have to make time. If you have children, those are your manners, your responsibility. Take them in your in your, in your confidence and teach them things that they need more from a small age than they go learn it from somebody else who's not even related to them, sure. Yes, sir, Shekhoi, but also you look at materialism. It is also associated with more spending and the problem, Shekhoi, by the is falling into debt. And when that person falls into debt, then, you know, everyone is suffering with that individual because, you know, as I said earlier on, materialism will never, ever satisfy, you know, a human soul, Shekhoi, by the no, no, definitely, you know, what follows after that in materialistic uh, life is actually debt, as you said. And now you look at the interest rate, repo rates, and everything going high. Every day that's coming by, so which means the debts are going high as well. So definitely, you actually, you get yourself in a position where you cannot come out because you're in love of material things. But now if you cut down, get whatever is necessary and be with that. But don't go beyond your means to get things that are not even necessary for the sake of saying, no, I've got something else. Getting your children toys and the rest of that, which is all useless, they cannot benefit from there. You know, get them knowledge that they need to know. Give them time. You know, sit, read the Quran with the children, make them understand who's Allah, who's Nabi Muhammad, what is your purpose for you to come to this dunya? What is their purpose as kids as well? Who do they belong to and who do they have to help back to? So, all this information, if we teach them from, from small age with love and affection, definitely the child will be sitting in a comfortable place in this dunya and in our Yeah, bro, uh, you know, Sheikh uh, we are not the people uh, that, you know, uh, or, or, you know we, we're not what we own. Because uh, the problem is uh, that uh, we are a spiritual being. We are a spiritual being having a physical experience. So it is out of our spiritual, it doesn't, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's not in accordance to our spirituality that we should be materialist and be indulging ourselves with the material things in this world. Because we are a spiritual being and with Rajab, Shaban and Ramadan around the bend, you know, around the corner, we are ready to imbibe and fill ourselves with a real fuel, high-octane spirituality. That is our real you know, satisfaction. That is our real fuel that can propel us into Jannah Sulfirdos, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Allah, definitely, Shab, you just said it well there. You know, we should be preparing for Akhirah. And the best preparation is to get ourselves in the mood to get ourselves to Jannat Al-Firdaus. That's what we should be doing. Hence, we have to do things right. You know, see what is right for us as Muslims and follow that. See the culture of Nabi Muhammad Look at us, how the companions of Nabi Muhammad how they live their life. As simple as they live, we follow it from there. Yes, we can say, no, but the world has changed. There's advancement. Of course, there's the advancement. Things have changed. But within your means of being a Muslim, you follow that kind of advancement. But don't follow it beyond your deen then you end up into kufar. So let's be moderate in whatsoever we do. Let's not be misery and let's not be too much materialistic because once we are there, definitely we'll be lost in this dunya and think that we own it all and think that we are in charge and yet one of the days we have to leave sadly with nothing, not even five cents in your pocket, not even a wedding ring or not even... Um, not even a watch will go with you. We just go, we walk through the action you've done. And this is where we should actually uh, wait and be understanding that one day we have to go. And when we go, let's make sure we go in a good way. Inshallah, Sheikh Shoemaida, we have run out of time, but uh, great being in your company and a lovely input coming from your end. Your parting words. Now, Shaf, we have to actually obey Allah and His Rasul and be good. 
This is the month of Rajab. We, we need to start our training for the month of uh, Ramadan. So Rajab and Shaban, we make dua that Allah must grant us good health in these two months so that inshallah come to Ramadan, we make it day in a perfect uh, health situation that Ramadan becomes easier for us to fast. And, and then thereafter, we ask Allah to accept us in these two months and also inshallah accept our fast in the month of Ramadan, inshallah. Inshallah, Jazakallah Khaira, Sheikh Shoei Maida, you have a beautiful, lovely evening ahead. Talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for a break and inshallah we will continue after that.